the Obamas are not going back to Spotify. Now, we don't know if they got canceled or if they just packed their bags and left, but regardless, they're $25 million richer and they only did a handful of episodes. Obama also out might be needling Steve Bannon, who actually runs a successful show, because he didn't get the same deal that maybe Joe Rogan got. We don't know. We're going to break down the drama that's happening here. But you can see our headline over from the Washington Free Beacon says, How the Obamas took Spotify for a ride. And a little bit of background on what happened here. Remember that they signed in 2019 a $25 million deal with Michelle and Barack Obama to produce podcasts. They were at the time becoming the world's number one podcasting platform. A lot of people went over there. Remember Joe Rogan did for rumored hundreds of millions of dollars. As the Obama's contract with Spotify comes to an end though, Spotify not looking to renew the partnership. Now we're seeing how different media entities are framing this. If you go over and do a search on any search engine, they'll tell you differently. They'll say, oh no, they left Spotify. They're gonna go get bigger, more exclusive deals. We'll see. Bloomberg, which many people say is kind of center of the roadish, put this article up saying, the Obamas are leaving Spotify seeking podcast deal elsewhere. The deal expires this year. They want limited episodes and wide distribution, meaning they don't want exclusivity and they want to do less work, I suppose, by doing less episodes. Here, Ashley Carmen Lucas Shaw wrote this article back on April 20th, telling us here that the time with Spotify coming to an end, a production company for Michelle Higher Ground will not be signing a new deal. According to people familiar with the conversations, the company is instead talking to other distributors about a deal worth tens of millions of dollars among the most lucrative in the podcasting business. So tens of millions, their last deal was worth 25 million, and that was back in 2019. They're talking with Amazon, iHeartMedia, and other Spotify shares didn't move at all. Higher Ground is seeking a deal that will allow it to produce several shows and put them on multiple platforms. This could explain iHeart and why they're interested in it. One reason why some potential bidders like Spotify have bowed out, saying that if you release it on multiple platforms, that means people will not come to me. Spotify did this with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, of course, is exclusive on Spotify. They give him a little bit of leeway to get out and post clips on YouTube, but by and large, he's got to keep his content siloed because they want to drive people to their platform. This is obviously not something that the Obamas want. Spotify and Amazon want exclusive rights, obviously. The Obamas are each willing to appear in an eight-episode program which for some bidders isn't enough of a commitment to justify a deal comparable to those of others like Smart Less, Call Her Daddy, and My Favorite Murder. Don't know any of those shows. Those shows appear weekly or with a frequency close to that. So that would be like 52 episodes a year versus their eight, while Higher Ground's programs featuring the Obamas have been limited series. Higher Ground and Spotify have clashed during the course of their partnership. Both the Michelle Obama podcast and Renegades is a show featuring conversations between Obama and Springsteen. They only went live on other services month later. That exclusivity is why Spotify paid them in the first place. But the production company found that being tied to one service limited the audience for its shows, which is true. That's part of the debate. That's why you get paid more for the exclusivity. The two parties also disagreed about how much of the company's output would include the former president and first lady. They don't want to be involved in these shows. Spotify wanted more shows featuring two of the most famous people in the world, obviously, while Higher Ground hoped to use their deal to provide a platform for a range of voices. They pitched Spotify dozens of shows, but ended up producing five, released several of them, didn't feature Obama, so nobody cared. 
Spotify spent hundreds of millions of dollars to work exclusively on some of the other podcasts, Rogan, Alex Cooper, Bill Simmons. They want to capitalize on the power, but the Obamas are now bailing. New York Post is framing this a little bit differently, saying that the Obamas got dropped by Spotify, talking about all sorts of contention, recognizing that they declined higher ground, seeking an arrangement to go elsewhere. They give us some more details on one of the sticking points, which was apparently from Michelle Obama's Swedish company, which didn't know it was Swedish, insisting on exclusive licensing, telling us that streaming services want the Obamas to show up more, get on there more, generate more buzz for the company's content, but they don't want to do that. They just want to get paid. You can see here's a photograph of the two of them laughing about whatever they're talking about and both sides leaving unsatisfied. Spotify wanted the couple to produce more content where they would be the headline acts while they preferred new young voices, according to Vanity Fair. But Obama's also reported to be frustrated that the exclusivity deal with Spotify was preventing them from reaching wider audiences. Barack Obama might be a little bit salty about some of this. You can see that Vish Burra at Vish Burra over on Twitter says, very interesting, curious. After news broke that Barack Obama and his podcast would not be renewed by Spotify, Obama goes over to Stanford and takes a jab at Steve Bannon, who runs War Room, a very successful podcast, even though he's been banned off most of the internet. A man with a highly influential podcast that won't be shut down anytime soon. He's already, he's not even on YouTube. So what are they going to shut him off of here? This is salty and evil Obama, according people like to Greg Putin. Price. People like Putin. And Putin, Steve Bannon, for that matter. What? Understand, it's not necessary for people to believe this information in order to weaken democratic institutions. Oh, you just have to flood a country's public square with enough. All you got to do raw like sewage. Steve. Just like Steve, you just have Bannon. to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt. People like Putin. Do you see how dangerous that conflation is? Do you recognize what this country has done to sanction and deter Putin? They are calling him every single name under the bus, whether you believe it or not. They have done everything humanly possible outside of actually going to physical war with American troops. They've done everything else humanly possible to make sure Putin is persona non grata, to make sure he's excluded from every single element of the global society saying that these two are equivalent. Steve Bannon, a guy who talks on a radio show, is the same as Putin, arguably the richest person in the entire planet that controls several thousand nuclear weapons. Same thing. Steve Bannon has a microphone, Rob. You know how dangerous that is? And you know what? It is dangerous because it provides a forum for truth. He can speak his ideas out into the world and Obama can do the same. He can go to his people at Stanford and communicate a bunch of anti-democratic censorship prone lunacy ideas. And Steve Bannon can make his pitch to his audience. And both people can have conversations in the arena of ideas. I don't listen to Steve Bannon regularly, but is he asking that Obama be censored and thrown off of any single platform and that he's not allowed to communicate because of his political ideology? I don't think so. I think he might be making arguments that Obama deserves other repercussions and other things for the actions that he was engaged in. But is Steve Bannon a censorship loving lunatic? I don't know. I don't think so. Obama certainly is. And he's encroaching more and more that direction, blaming disinformation and misinformation for the ails of all society. When really, in my opinion, what's happening here is he doesn't want the continual truth to expose 
his side and their continual schemes. Everywhere we turn, more and more politicians demanding more censorship using this new phrase called democracy that's been perverted to mean something that it never used to mean, saying that they're doing these things to save democracy. We have to censor you and take away your civil liberties in order to save your civil liberties and your democracy it makes no sense at all. But this is the new game they're playing, and many people are clapping like seals lapping it up at every turn. Barack Obama continuing to deliver these speeches here in front of a cyber policy center. Many of these people will go on to be appointed to positions that will actually impact policies moving forward. Fortunately, we do have some people fighting back and standing up for this. People like Steve Bannon, who every single time he tries to speak, continually faces oppression and people attempting to silence his voice, people just like Barack Obama. Fortunately, there are many out there who will continue to support him against all odds, and we'll continue to do our part as well. I hope you join us on that journey. I would love it if you subscribed before you got out of here, because I look forward to seeing you on the next one.